Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Numa. I am your faithful friend and humble host, Daniel Finnerin. Thank you so very much for joining me. I can't begin to express just how grateful I am to spend a little bit of time together, a couple of mindful minutes to interrupt an otherwise busy day. If, dear friend, you find this content insightful, peaceful, stimulating to the mind or soothing to the soul, please do consider subscribing to this modest little channel of mine. It would be a source of illimitable joy to consider you a friend and a subscriber to this channel. Be sure in the process to share your favorite episode with a close friend, a loved one, and a family member with whom you think it might resonate, or to whom you think it might be of some benefit. If you're interested in listening to this meditation with the accompaniment of beautiful 4K high-definition images captured by my personal cameraman who also happens to be my father. Please visit my YouTube page, Numa by Daniel Finnerin. Before we begin in earnest, let us center ourselves. Let us become reacquainted with our body and our breath. To that end, I'll ask that you be seated. You can sit upright on a chair or on the ground or on the floor. Focus your attention on your feet. Feel the point of contact between their souls and the floor. Splay your toes, stretch them out as far as you can, and let them recoil and grip the surface beneath them. Feel the bend of the knees and the angle at which the hips are flexed. Ascending, I want you to tighten your lower abdomen. Draw it in slightly. Permit your upper abdomen to expand with the diaphragm. With each breath, you should feel the belly rise. Raise and expand your chest. Lower your shoulders and retract the shoulder blades. Draw back 
and raise your chin slightly. Feel your vertebrae stacked neatly one atop the other. Unclench your jaw, but keep your mouth closed. Allow the tongue to occupy the upper palate. It should not be loosely held. It should make contact with the front teeth. Unfurrow your brow. Maintain an easy gaze. Close your eyes, but keep that easy, gentle gaze. No sooner are the eyes closed than undiscovered worlds become at once visible. Inhale gently through your nose. As you do so, feel the upper abdomen expand. Exhale slowly through your nose and feel the abdomen contract. Let's repeat a few breaths together. Very good. Now, you need only breathe and listen. Today, we're going to meditate on the rain. That's right, the rain. So little thought about, and yet so essential to life. So pregnant with poetry, and yet so quiet. So full of meaning, and yet so unassuming. It's every drop saturated by a story. Indeed, an entire History, that's all its own. On that, dear friend, we'll be focusing our meditation today. We're going to take it upon ourselves to trace the history of a single raindrop. Yes the history of a single raindrop. Its parentage, its ancestry, its origin, its birth, its journey, and above all, its end. The place to which it comes to rest and the purpose for which it was originally made to fall. 
John Muir, the iconic American outdoorsman, inventor, conservationist, and writer, did as we shall do. He followed in splendid detail and with childlike wonder the marvelous history of a single raindrop. He recounts the effort in his autobiographical sketch entitled My First Summer in the Sierra. While exploring California's picturesque Yosemite Park, Muir, fully immersed in the elements and thus transported to a deeply contemplative place, fell into a meditation on the rain. Regardless of where you find yourself at this moment, we shall follow him there. Look out the window. Do you see all those raindrops stream down its quiet, glassy pane? I challenge you to focus your attention on one, just one. Identify that raindrop. Follow its course. In what way does it trickle? With what rapidity does it plunge? Is it moving at a leisurely pace? Does it meander? Does it flow in a straight line? Does it speed along with alacrity, as though it were late for an appointment? Or does it saunter aimlessly? directionlessly toward an unknown destination. Watch, if you can, a single raindrop as it strikes the ground. In what way does it splatter? How does it land? Gracefully or with a thud? Watch a single raindrop as it's swallowed up by an ocean, a lake, or a pool. Reflect on its small but important contribution to the larger whole. As you do this, I want you to think to yourself how interesting it is to trace the history of a single raindrop. It is not long, geologically speaking, 
as we have seen, since the first raindrops fell on the newborn leafless Sierra landscapes. How different the lot of these falling now. Happy the showers that fall on so fair a wilderness. Scarce a single drop can fail to find a beautiful spot. On the tops of the peaks, on the shining glacier pavements, on the great smooth domes, on forests and gardens and brushy moraines, plashing, glinting, pattering, laving. Some go to the high, snowy fountains to swell their well-saved stores. Some into the lakes, washing the mountain windows, patting their smooth, glassy levels, making dimples and bubbles and spray. some into the waterfalls and cascades, as if eager to join in their dance and song and beat their foam yet finer. Good luck and good work for the happy mountain raindrops, each one of them a high waterfall in itself, Descending from the cliffs and hollows of the clouds to the cliffs and hollows of the rocks. Out of the sky thunder, into the thunder of the falling rivers. Some falling on meadows and bogs creep silently out of sight to the grass roots, hiding softly as in a nest, slipping, oozing hither, thither, seeking and finding their appointed work. Some Descending through the spires of the woods, sift spray through the shining needles, whispering peace and good cheer to each one of them. Some drops with happy aim glint on the sides of crystals, cords, Hornblende, garnet, zircon, tourmaline, feldspar, patter on grains of gold and heavy, way-worn nuggets. Some with blunt plap, plap, and low bass drumming, 
fall on the broad leaves of veratrum, saxifrage, and cypredium. Some happy drops fall straight into the cups of flowers, kissing the lips of lilies. How far they have to go, how many cups to fill, great and small, cells too small to be seen, Cups holding half a drop as well as lake basins between the hills, each replenished with equal care. Every drop in all the blessed throng, a silvery newborn star with lake and river, garden and grove, valley and mountain, all that the landscape holds reflected in its crystal depths. God's messenger, angel of love, sent on its way with majesty and pomp and display of power that make man's greatest shows ridiculous. Eloquent, powerful words from the great John Muir, to which I, dear friend, will humbly add the following. In truth, a rainfall is a spectacle, a beautiful drama designed by God, conveyed to us through the medium of heaven, in comparison to which all our tawdry man-made shows down here on earth are, I'm sorry to say, quite ridiculous. For this soaking display of grandeur, for this symphony of misty sound, there is no admission fee. All are welcome to bathe in its divine glory. All are welcome to contemplate its natural beauty. Do so. Look at the rain through new eyes. Look at the window again. Tell me, what do you see? Hear the rain with new ears. Listen closely. What does its percussive, gentle pitter-patter say? What music does it speak? Be reborn by its freshness. I dare you to go outside and actually bathe in its pureness and its vitality. Be awed by its history. 
whither goest the drop? Whence does it come? Hmm. And reflect once more how interesting it is, how truly interesting it is to trace the history of a single raindrop. With that, my dear friend, we conclude. I hope that you enjoy this meditative rainy day. Once again, in parting, I am your host, Daniel Finnerin, and I bid thee farewell from Numa.